Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan C.S., the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James C.S., the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. And we are live in the studio, just James and I, but we actually have a, uh, I can't say guest because he's not behind the mic, but he's here with us, Renee. Hanging out. Yo, yo. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. So We got our camera guy. We got our camera guy. We Why are, do we have a camera guy? Because we're going to start vlogging. We're going to start putting out more and more and more content for you guys. So uh, stay tuned. Because we are creating the shit out of some content. We are. That's what it's oh, all yeah. about, right? That is That's the right. new medium for today. or for uh, And by today, I mean in our era, That's in right. our decade, in the next 5, 10, 15 years. You, you need go. to go out and grab your piece of the media uh, okay, I don't even want to know if I want to call it social media. It's just build your relationships. Yeah. Speaking of which, what's up, uh, Pancho and Roger Blunt? Pancho, I've never met Roger Blunt in person. No, me neither. But Pancho, dude, uh, super shout out to his content. <laughs> Pancho's been killing it. And last night was a big event for very, uh, well, I want to say a, a culture of people, right? Uh, we had Game of Thrones premiere. And Pancho had a great event. He, I, I didn't go to his watch party, right? But I did that was see. A watch party. Yeah, that was literally a watch party. But I did see all the uh, pictures and all the stuff on all the setup. Uh, dinner was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I love that apron. That apron right? was dope. And then him and the wife totally down on some uh, costumes. That yep. was dope. That was dope. All right, so super cool. Uh, yeah, shout out to Pancho. You guys are you're, you're tearing it up out there with the content. Speaking of, you know, putting out a lot of content, that guy is crushing it. That's why he is the greatest salesman in the world. That's right. That's right. That's right. Huge shout outs. All right. Let's uh, speak Speaking of, of which. Outs, yeah. Before we do those, just a reminder, 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year is what we're shooting for. So if you haven't done so, join the crowd. We got we got a lot of people who have started to donate, sending us uh, either cash or shoes. We kind of prefer the shoes. Or addresses. And oh. I'm just riding out. Yeah. Because it's kind of cool to have the documenting of, you know, shoes coming in. So, uh, you know, let us know. James will go out there, 619-884-0045. Uh, text him, call him, or shoot him an email, james at csfirst.com, so we can get those shoes, 365 pairs, lightly used shoes. I don't care what you got. Whatever you got, we're going to pick up, and we're going to you know, get them out to, uh, to the people who need them the most. Um, next, we got some shout-outs, some, some uh, people doing business out there. Oh, we're going with that one first? Yeah, let's do that one All first. All right, big big ups to uh, some recently closed properties. Uh, so shout out to Lorena Ponce, Gabe Mendez, who closed one for 25000 over asking. That guy's a beast. Beast. Uh, Eric Herman and our boy, the originator. The Jose very Valencia? first ep- episode we ever, uh, or the very first interview we ever had. 
Jose Valencia, Jose crushing Valencia. it, dude. Killing hey, you guys, keep, you guys keep doing the business out there. Keep crushing it. Make sure you tag us. We love giving you guys a shout outs. You guys work really hard. You deserve the recognition. Um, and, you know, just keep doing it out there. Keep doing it every single day, making those contacts, making that follow up, uh, turning those relationships into friendships and then getting those transactions sold. Because yeah. that's really what it comes down to. They're your friends. And do what Jonathan does, right? Shout out to Jonathan Fisher. Once the deal closes, take them out to dinner. Break some bread with them. You never you know go. what kind of referrals you're going to get when you're breaking bread when it's done. So That's awesome. Love it. Heck love yeah. it. And we got some uh, Instagram or Facebookers? Uh, Facebook uh, shout outs. New friends from uh, RC Lira Vasquez and Guillermo Cisneros. Cool. Shout out to you guys. I think Guillermo came from you, Brene. Just throwing it out there. Awesome. Oh, nice. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, today's topics. Um, you know, I, I, I want to go with the obvious one. Well, there's two obvious ones. One is it's tax day, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. It's tax day. Get your stuff filed. If you haven't done so, get on it like ASAP. Uh, you want to file an extension or you want to go ahead and just file that tax return. Here's the thing. Most of you who are listening are small business owners. So if you have an entity, your day has come and gone. It was March 15th. But if you're filing your personal tax return, your personal tax return, make sure it's done by today. Make sure you file today. If you have a payment that's due because you already filed and you haven't actually sent check to the IRS or the state of California, that it's postmarked by today. So you don't want to incur any late fees or penalties. You want to try to get that done as, as fast as possible. Filing an extension does not give you an extension to the balance due. Filing an extension is only for the paperwork, not for the balance due. So it's not for the what? It's not for the balance due. All right. I, I was going to finish that for you. All right. It's not for the what? Balance due. There you go. All right. So make sure you file your stuff. Get on it today. Just get it done. Get it over with. And then kiss it goodbye. You will won't hear about taxes again until... Uh, unless you file an extension, October fifteenth, it, it would be your next deadline. <laughs> but if you if you uh, file the return and paid your bill, you're not going to see it again until April. But now you can start preparing. You got a general idea what the new tax laws have affected you. You have a general idea of what you're going to be owing next year. So get yourself in a position where you're prepared. It always takes a little bit of planning, but you know you have a tax liability. Make sure. However, 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 comma proper prior. Proper prior planning prevents piss poor performance. Yeah. And in other words, it's going to burn a hole in your pocket if you don't make a plan. <laughs> so don't do that. Or worse. Or worse. So, uh, yeah, just make a plan. Just get out there. You, you want to make sure that you're you're jumping ahead of it. Understand what your tax return looks like, by the way. Make sure you understand the difference between getting a refund and what you paid in taxes. Those are two completely different things. I had a lot of the same conversation with a lot of people this year. Yeah, you owe or, yes, you're getting a smaller refund, but technically you paid less in taxes this year than you did last year. So make sure you kind of understand it. If you need some help, let me know. I'd love to sit down and talk to you about your tax return, kind of explain it to you so you get an idea of how it works. And you're prepared for next year. Knowledge is half the battle. What? G.I. Joe? Knowing is half the battle. Knowing is half the battle. Yeah, G.I. Oh. Joe. Damn, that's old. Good shout out. Good <laughs> shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, aging yourself. All right, next one that's kind of obvious and kind of fun. What did you think of Game of Thrones? Dude, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Hang on, hang on. We, we cannot talk spoilers because anybody who might be watching who hasn't seen Game of Thrones, um, you know... We don't want to. We want. We don't want to mess it up for anybody. Right. So I'm right. just gonna say that I loved it. There were a lot of really great scenes in there. Uh, there were a lot of things that. Uh, there was one one scene in particular that I was like, eh, this is cheesy. Yeah. Whatever. Like when Arya dies. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, just kidding. I had to throw that one out there because she was on the on the Jimmy, on was Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy yeah. Fallon. That was so great, dude. I definitely got somebody on that one. That was hilarious. That was great, dude. That was good. No, she doesn't. I, I'm not saying nothing. That didn't really happen. Uh, it's just something funny that she did on on a t- late night talk show. And uh, I just thought it would be cool to throw it out there for anybody who's a Game of Thrones fan, hasn't seen it yet. Uh, check it out. It's fun. It's cool. Um, if you're not a Game of Thrones fan, you want to check it out. It's a lot to kind of watch and catch up with. So uh, maybe in some time in the future, if you got time, go ahead, schedule it up. But other than that, it was a great show. Um, it, which reminds me. Hang on, hang on. There's something else that's going on right now, though. You were talking about the Notre Dame thing? Oh. Yeah. Dude, isn't that heartbreaking? You know, uh, I, I was probably never really going to go see it anyways, but it's an iconic cathedral, right? Iconic. It, I mean, it's it's something that's been in movies. It's something where, you know, it's been written about. It's been, you know, it's huge for it to go up in flames like that. It's just sad. It totally is. Dude, it's history. It, the, it, I was reading about it. Uh, the foundation was laid in 1163. Oh, so like yesterday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 850 years, dude. And 850 years that building stood until today. Until today. Until today. And that spire came. Oh, oh, dude. Hearts. My heart goes out to the people of Paris. Uh, Poor Deidre, one of our agents. She's like about to go to Paris like next week or something. And she didn't get to see it. You know, know, it's it's kind of weird, but depending... Because of the world we live in today, I was scrolling through my feed and I saw a live of it going up in flames. And the first thing I thought was, what got bombed? Uh You know what I mean? That's that's the first thought that popped into my head. And it's unfortunate that it was burning, but I was kind of glad that, you know, I mean, I don't know exactly what happened yet, I guess. I don't, I haven't, you know, read commentary on on anything, but I don't think it was like a terrorist or, or malicious intent i don't think might- as far as they know right now it looks like an accident but uh they are still investigating, investigating yeah so but you know at least you know nobody died as far as i know it wasn't like a it wasn't malicious and intended but it's still sad to see something like that go down for yeah, shizzle for, for shizzle. sure uh, i actually have seen it uh vanessa and i we went for our one year anniversary we went to europe mm-hmm. and we did get a chance to go out there and check it out it is it is was a beautiful magnificent building um and it just it really sucks man you know, it really sucks watching it watching it go up in flames it was terrible and, and this is Made one of sad. The, yeah it is it is sad this is one of those opportunities that you kind of uh you kind of get to associate with people do you hear that? Yeah, yeah, that's the compressor because they're uh, Fredo's oh, okay. doing uh, some work in the front door. Gotcha, gotcha. So, <laughs> so for those of you, the mic. yeah, no, no, for those of you who are uh, who are wondering, so I'm getting my front door refinished, right? So, uh, so basically, he's they're they're stripping out all the old paint because we redid redid this whole house. So all the inside got done, all the electrical, all the plumbing, new new like flooring, everything, everything was done. The only thing we kept that was old was the fireplace and the front door and so you know the front door was pretty like old like layers of paint over layers of paint so uh so i got my buddy over here like uh re, re- redoing the whole redoing thing. the whole door taking off all the paint getting it down to the bare wood sanded and then you know there we go it'll it'll get stained and and 
you know, it'll have something original, but still kind of classic. So basically, long story short, if you guys are hearing a little buzz in the background, it's because you got the compressor rolling out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't. You guys shouldn't <laughs> hear it. But if you do, that's what it is. There we go. So check this out. How was your day today? Today was yeah. kind of busy, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Yours? It was not as busy, like, work-wise. It was just busy in my head. All right. Explain. You got something to say. No, well... Yeah, I guess. Okay. So, everybody knows that, that's been listening to the show for a while. I'm big on the mindset thing, right? Because I am an emotional thinker or an emotional person. More more emotional than uh, the guy sitting across the table from me here. He's very logical. When you want to do something, you just set your foot down and you friggin' do it. Yeah. Right? Action. Yeah, action. Action takes everything. For sure. Well, me, I want to take the action... Believe me, I do, but I need to get to a place where I can take the action because if I'm not at that place, the action is worthless. So you have no fuel to get going. You need to put the mind in motion before you can get the body moving. And I Sometimes. do the complete opposite. I get the body moving so that my mind gets in, in the right Sometimes. place. So, it's, so this morning, most of the day-to-day, I was feeling shitty. Just not in... A great mood you know when uh just not feeling fantastic not ready to get busy not ready to get busy okay what happened i fixed my mind took took a step back took a step back so oh, i can't pull it up because it's on my phone but uh so there's uh this this book that i have uh in my kindle it's called ask and it is given it's by um Esther Hicks, mm-hmm. right? Talked to you about Abraham Hicks quite a bit. Uh, the <laughs> sister. <laughs> um, anyway, so I had to figure out where I was on the emotional scale, and let's just say that it was low, right? There, there are 22 listed emotions. Obviously, the human emotional scale is like way bigger than 22, but you just kind of pick the closest one to where you're at. And for me, it was anger. Damn. Yeah, that's where I was. That's where I was. I'm sorry I didn't record the button, dude. I didn't hit the record button. You had to wait like an extra (laughs) hour to watch Game of Thrones. (laughs) I know. uh, Non-messed up the recording of Game of Thrones. We had to watch it an hour late, and I definitely got a spoiler in the meantime. I told you to stay off I wasn't staying off my internet. I told you. Anyway, no big deal. No big deal. So see, he was mad the next morning. (laughs) Yeah. Totally, totally unrelated. But yeah, so I woke up just in a foul mood and it took me literally until almost noon to get right and it was a matter of figuring out hey this is where i am and finding the next level up so you have all of these different emotions that are that are listed um these 22 emotions and i was at 17 and so the next one up was Wait, wait, is 22 good or is 22 bad? 22 is bad. One is good, 22 is bad. Okay. So one is at the top of the scale, 22 is at the bottom of the scale, and 22 is uh, depression, despair, grief. Like, when you're damn near inconsolable, like, that's a 22. See, see, all right, I'm going to throw a wrench in your thing. No, go ahead, bring it on. That's a lot of shit to be thinking about. I'm on a one, I'm a level 10, I'm on a mm-hmm. level 22. I'm like, dude, that is a lot to be thinking about. Yeah. Like, I don't, 
have time to be thinking about what level upset I am. I'm just like, all right, I'm not here. What do I need to do? I need to change it. Do something else. Like stop whatever I'm doing because it's not setting me right and do something else. But I don't even know I'm at level 17. No, 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 no. no. Anger, depression. Fair. Fair enough. For me, it's like I turn around and I start to work on something and then my brain starts to go that other direction wherever I was before and like I, I lose concentration. Okay. okay. And that's why, that's why like I need to get my brain in the right place. So that the work that I'm doing is actually meaningful and efficient. Yeah, because when your time block, is essentially, whatever you're focusing your attention on, it's not going to get done if you're not thinking about the thing you're supposed to be thinking about. Or it'll get half done or it won't get done. It just won't be efficient. That's the biggest problem is, you know, I want to make sure that when I'm calling agents, when I'm calling anybody, when I'm on the phone with a customer, when I'm on the, you know, whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm putting my full you're effort pumped. into yeah, you're pumped. I'm you're ready pumped. to go. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm here to help you. When I'm on the podcast. I'm like, here to be of service. Exactly. Yeah. Right? But if my mind isn't there, if my if my emotional set point is off, I need to fix that first. So what we what I learned, what I've been working on is finding ways to feel better, finding ways to choose better feeling thoughts. So Okay, I'm angry. The next level up, the next emotion up is, you know, uh, revenge or whatever or uh, discouragement or, you know, you start kind of finding these different things. And I'm like, okay, this feels a little bit better than this. You know, um, it, I'm, I'm angry about whatever, whatever, whatever. So there's another one that's higher that's blame. Okay, well, I blame this person because of the way that I feel. And then I also blame myself for allowing this to, you know, whatever. And so you start working through it, working through it, working through it. And then the next one up is, you know, maybe uh, the, a little bit higher is pessimism. Well, I'm afraid that, you know, I'm not going to get through this. And then you hit that little, oh, I'm not going to get through this. So, ding, of course I'm going to get through this. Right. Okay, cool. And then you find contentment in I'm going to get through this. It's going to be okay. And then it's a little bit of optimism like, yeah, like I got this. I'm hopeful and I, I, I'm, I'm the damn best manager or agent or insurance person. I'm freaking knowledgeable. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm talking about. I can help clients. I can help people. Everybody that's coming to me, every problem that comes across my desk, I can fix it. I can solve it. I'm efficient. I'm fast. I'm calculated. I'm doing the things that I need to do. I'm being of service to others. I am awesome. I feel good. I'm fucking ready. And now you're number one. And now I'm back to number one. I see what you did there. (laughs) All right. All right. So you've identified where you were. Just so you can move up the list of positive words. So you're moving up the list, telling yourself all these things. Right now you feel like a 17, Mm -hmm. but as you work your way up, each one of those are progressively better. And so you start changing your own mindset all the way up. Exactly. And And it doesn't take very long, right? Not always. So be honest with you, I did that once and then I fell back. And I took another 10 minutes and I did it again. And then I fell back. And then I took another 10 minutes and I did it again. And honestly, before I walked in the door, I took another 10 minutes. I did it again. Yeah, yeah you didn't look like you were upset when you came in. You looked like, oh, I was hey, what's feeling up? good. Yeah, I was feeling good. good because I took that time to take care of my friggin' mind. Huh. Well, what was the problem? Um, I mean, it's hard to pinpoint when you 
when you've done it a couple times. But for me, like for me, it's that's, that's that's for me the issue is like what what is the thing that is getting me down? Whatever that thing is, I need to conquer that, and then I have nothing to hold me back. <laughs> um. Well, it was a relationship. Hmm. Those are kind of tough. Those are kind of tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's that is kind of tough. Yeah. Because those those are. I still gotta conquer that, but it's you, one of you those. Don't, you don't, that's not something that you conquer. It is. It is. It's. It's. There's something going wrong, and it's either. It, usually for me, it's always like, okay, I could either take an approach where I am vindictive or aggressive, right? Mm-hmm. In in my emotion, right. like I can just be an asshole, right? I can do yeah. that approach, or I can just realize that okay, um, something's wrong, and it's my fault. So I need to change how I respond to the situation, right? If I change how I respond to the situation and just accept the fact that there's something amiss, there's something wrong, mm-hmm. then I can admit to, look, I'm messing up somewhere. Let's focus on how do I make you happy, right? And for me, it's like, okay, once I accept that, that that's just going to be my intent. I'm not taking the the mean approach. I'm going to kill you with kindness. <laughs> then then it's a, a different thought process for me. Right, and I don't know. That's that's for me in 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 my relationships. That's that's how I tend to work. Because there's people who you're you're gonna talk to, and they're gonna piss you off, and they're uh, they're gonna be stubborn, and they're not gonna want to change or whatever. And I can get mad at them, but there's nothing I can do about that. Mm-hmm. And my the biggest, the worst thing for me is that little gut feeling that that you know that feeling in the pit of your stomach, like you're just upset because mm-hmm. no matter what I do, I can't win. Right, <laughs> but that's because I'm trying to change them, and I'm always trying to prove my point to them mm-hmm. when there's when they don't care about that point. True, right? And so if I if I just if I just accept the fact that you know what, I messed up. This is this is all me. So what is it that they? I try to put myself in their shoes. What are they trying to get across? And if I can if I can understand what they're trying to get across, then all I need to do is live my life to help serve them. And then it works. I don't know how else to explain it, but, and it works for every single thing. It works for my students. It works for the wife. It works with the kids. It's so, so it's like a uh, uh, little finger and his advice to Sansa, what is the worst possible reason why somebody might want to do this? It's exactly it. But it's not about figuring out what is the worst possible reason. It's just, what is their the, reason? Their reason. It's their reason. All, well, most of the time, we get upset because we want something from that person. Right. We want that person to understand our point of view. Mm-hmm. We want that person to make the decision that we made for them. But that's not always going to be the case. And we kind of that, and that's the that's the biggest thing. I can argue that till I'm red in the face. But then they're going to be mad too because I'm not understanding what they're coming from. Mm. I'm not. I'm, I don't care about their issue i'm just trying to solve it and instead i just figure, I, I try to figure out well what do they want do they want a feeling do they want an open ear do they want to just you know to vent mm-hmm. they don't actually want anything but somebody to to hear them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know whatever it is but i try to i try to just back off and be like okay i am not gonna win this battle i i'm not gonna convince them that's fine. Do I still want this person in my life? Yes or no? That's the question. And if I want this person in my life, then 
I need to modify myself to help meet their needs. Mm-hmm. If I don't want them in my life, well, then I can give a shit less. <laughs> right? <laughs> cool. We're done here. See you later. Yeah, but I mean, you talk about students, you know, you, your students are kind of in your life. Whether you like it or not, at least true, for true. But I got some students that aren't going to pick up a pencil, aren't going to read a book, aren't going to try at mm. all, right? And those ones you just kind of. Well, I I write them off in the sense that I know they're not going to do the work, mm-hmm. so I take a different approach. If I shove the paper in their face and I shove the book in their face, they're going to throw it at you. They exactly. So rather than do that, I just talk to them like a person. I'm like, look, I know you're not going to do the work. And I know you're not going to try and that's fine. Understand that this is the consequence. Mm-hmm. Well, how was your day? Right? Th- there's more to what them. Mean? What do you mean? How's your, how's my day, Mr. CS? Right? And that's the thing, right? <laughs> All of a sudden I have this personal relationship with them and we're talking about things that are holding them back or the troubles that they're going through in their life or the things that they actually care about. And then what I notice is I still might not get them to be a full 100% student, but they openly communicate with me. They might have a contributing opinion in a class discussion. Mm. And sometimes they put their name on the paper and attempt a problem here and there. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't win the battle that I want to win, but I still want them in my life. I still want them to be something in the classroom. I still want them to be there. So I try, I try to change the conversation so that it's, so that's, I become an impression in their life mm-hmm. in a positive way. Because I've seen, I've seen it, I've seen it with you when you were a student. I've seen it with a number of students in class. If I push too hard on just the education, then I miss the personality, I miss the creativity, I miss the the things that are that could make that student something more than just what the school demands that student to be. Right. They may not pass the class. Right. They understand that they're not going to pass the class if they don't do the work. Right. If I touch hot fire, I will get burned. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So, so they understand that part and it's a consequence, but at the very least we get to know each other. And then I, like I, I, and it's funny, I say it all the time, but I tend to get along a lot more with the kids that fail my classes than the kids that get A pluses in my classes (laughs) because the ones that get A pluses don't really need my help as much. Right. Right. I'm teaching them things and they're learning the material and the content that I'm putting out there, which is great. But the ones that are failing They've been failing forever anyway, but at least I get to meet with them and I learn about them and maybe I spark something in them that they're going to use in real life that the school system could never offer. Eventually. Eventually. Yep. At some point. Good stuff. I don't know. It's Good just stuff. a different, it's just a different way of looking at stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's hashtag powerful relationships. That's exactly what it is. This, I mean, that's really what we're talking about here is, is making sure that we have powerful relationships. Today for lunch, for example, I went to go meet with uh, Sean Courtney. Remember, we went to his office to do a podcast yeah, interview yeah. not too long ago? Up in uh, Carlsbad, was it? Or? No, no, off of uh, Moreno Boulevard. <clears throat> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, and, and Sean and I, I mean, I've, I've met Sean, uh, I actually met Sean through his wife because his wife ordered the game truck from us when we mm-hmm. had it way back when and so once we once we got back into real estate i started calling all my previous clients like hopefully all you real estate agents do and uh and she got me connected connected with sean who's a mortgage guy and we've just had lunch every once in a while at least once a quarter we'll go out and have lunch mm-hmm. so we went and uh he bought me sushi so thanks sean appreciate that we had a good lunch 
and we just sit down and we talk. Sometimes we talk business. Sometimes we share leads. Sometimes we just like today we were talking about the different books we were reading, you know, and the, the stuff going on. And we kind of talk about where business is going. And, and I'm taking a little uh, a little note from uh, Sam. And uh, I, I can never say Sam's name. I'm just call him Sam Karamian. Karamian. Okay, so I'm taking a little bit of note from Sam, and I and basically I asked uh, Sean at the end. I was like, "Hey, man, what what's going on right now that I could possibly help you with?" All right, and that's it. And, you know, and and it opens up the door of conversation. So he wants to do a little bit more video content stuff. So I was like, "Hey, he's he's putting on trainings for some more of his LOs that he's getting in the office." And so I was like, "All right, cool. Well, when I get uh, Renee over here fully all rocking and rolling, where we're gonna start vlogging on a regular basis, I'll come back and we'll have lunch, and you know, we'll just keep doing our thing, but we'll have video content, oh, yeah. right? And and it's it's that's the kind of powerful relationships, right?" Sean and I are going to have lunch every quarter and we'll do a little bit of business here and there. Maybe we'll do more business in the future. I don't know. Maybe we'll do other things. Like I've, you know, she was, he was one of the people that I saw at the, at the Padre game, not this year, last year. You know, he, it's just one of those things where you're building your powerful relationships. You never know where they're going to lead. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going to come of them. You just continue to enrich them. Right. And, and that's, by being of service to others, by being of service to others. Right. And after that, I went to go meet with a client that I've had for, I don't know, eight or nine years now. Been doing her taxes for a long time. And, uh, and you know, it's one of those where we go and she's super sweet lady. She always gives me a cup of mango juice. <laughs> <laughs> and and she's just really cool. You know, she's, she, she's out there just, you know, living her life and, and just wants somebody to talk to. So we, you know, I go out to her tax return. Her tax return is not very difficult. Um, doesn't take much time, but I'm there most of the time just conversating with her, right? Enriching that relationship. I don't know where this relationship is going to lead. I know I'm going to meet with her at least once a year, but I don't know what else is going to happen after this. It could be a referral. It could be mm-hmm. the next big client that I meet just because I'm nice to this one person. Yeah. Right. So, you know, enhance your relationships. Go out there and physically do them. It's a double-edged sword here. It's a, it's a, it's a twofer. You can't do everything on social media, but you can't also do everything by phone these days. Right. You have to have a nice mesh of it in between, and For it sure. just comes down to build your relationship, be in a good spot with people. There you go. Turn it around. Make something of yourself. <laughs> We're good. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully you got something out of today's podcast. I mean, we're just dumping our emotions out here on the on the airwaves. Uh, a little bit, you know. On the internet waves. They're not really waves anymore, are they? I think uh, maybe. digital waves. Digital waves, yeah. whatever mm-hmm. they are. Mm-hmm. But remember, 365 pairs of shoes we need by the end of the year. Um, if you want to be on the podcast, we got like a couple, one or two spots, I think, left in April. But we're going to start booking up May here soon. So let me know, Hernan, at csfirst.com or uh, hit us up on social at Business Bros Pod. 619-884-0045 is my number. I'd love to sit and talk with you, maybe have lunch with you and, uh, you know, just talk, build a relationship uh, Mr. Greatest Salesman in the World and Jonathan Fisher, I know you guys share an office. I'm going to be hitting out your way sometime soon. So Ooh. just letting you know. Uh, Dean, going to be going your way too. Sam, I'm going to bombard you because we keep talking about getting you on the show. And we're just going to have to make it happen. <laughs> All right. So uh, if you guys have any insurance needs, you guys need help uh, with your homeowner's policies, you guys need to look at your own policies, you guys have business insurance, whatever you need, hit up james at csfirst.com, 619-884-0045. We'd love to show you how we could help you. 
And that's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.